How's it going? Good. You ever been inside an RV before? Uh, probably like twice, I think. What happened? Uh, when were you inside an RV? I think my dad or something, he had one of those. And I was like, what the fuck are you doing with this shit? <laughs> I was like, all right. That was years ago. That was about 13 or something. Did you guys go anywhere sick? No, I was just in there. <laughs> just chilling? Just chilling. Definitely. So this is a green screen right here so we can put the image of any road you want. Like, where's, oh, okay. where, 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 where do we want to be right now? It could be anywhere. The road looked like in Paris or something. <laughs> the road in Paris? Yeah. All right, Nate, can you pull up the Paris road real quick? All right, so. All right, cool. So we're in Paris now. Uh, <laughs> can't go there, so. You can't go to Paris? I don't think I can. <laughs> How come? Oh, I think I'm a felon. <laughs> you were supposed to serve a a life sentence. Yeah, life. Yeah. Crazy. That's, that's crazy. That shit just happened. It's magically, seriously, out of nowhere. How? When did you first go into jail for this charge? Oh, good lucky. Um, January sixth, twenty eighteen. So it's been a long time. Yeah, it's been a long, it's been a minute. When you first went in, were you like anticipating that you'd be able to get out one day or you just like thought that you're in there forever? Yeah, but I just didn't think it was going to be like how, how it was like this, just randomly just, oh, you get a deal now, now you can go home. Like I thought it was going to be like much harder, especially all the shit they were doing to me. Mm -hmm. What do you mean? What happened to you? Just, you know, refiling the same charges, filing penal codes that <laughs> they don't use like against people. Having me go to trial, that was like supposed to be my third trial because my second trial was in, when the coronavirus first hit. So I had a mistrial. Mm -hmm. So this was going to be my third trial. I just didn't think. And then my first trial was like almost nine weeks or something. So I'm like, yeah, I'm going to go through this again. And then they're probably going to try to do some bullshit. I didn't think it was going to happen or that Gascon was going to win. I didn't think none of that shit was going to happen. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, now I'm here, so. What's it like being free after all this time? Like, what was the first thing that you did when you hopped out of a out of, out of jail? I wanted to go get my jury, and then I went to the studio. I went to go see my son, but I went to the studio. Yep, studio, record songs, regular shit. I didn't think it was gonna be like this. Like, I thought it'd been like more love from people. Apparently, they feel like I'm gonna take their spot. So a lot of people been like hating on me and shit. That sucks, man. Yeah, but it's whatever. I'm used to it. They hated on Jesus. So. They did hate on Jesus. A lot of people did. Exactly. <laughs> what are they saying about you? Nothing. They just like, I don't know, everybody just taking shots at me, shit like that. Like, they want some attention, clout. Mm -hmm. like that. You think they'd be like happy for you, right? Since you were yeah. just down for so long. Fighting the death penalty. I, I would have thought people would have been happy. You're like, fighting the death penalty? Yep. Death for, penalty. for what was that charge for? Uh, I had like five attempts of murders, murder, conspiracy. Uh, murder, conspiracy, murder. and then the gang charge that carry life by itself. Mm -hmm. Yeah, some crazy wild shit. Do you feel like you were targeted by LAPD? LAPD, sheriffs, the district attorney, everybody. <laughs> yeah. So is it over now, or you, you still have stuff to like work? I mean, I through? got probation and shit like that, but yeah, I'm gonna say it's over, but I don't think it's over. Uh, I don't. Mm -hmm. I know they're mad about it, but it just is nothing like. It's nothing really they can really do right now. Like, especially it's a different DA in the office. Like, 
There's not too much they could really do right now. Unless I get in trouble again, then that's when they could try to come in. But nah, I know they're watching me though. For sure. For sure. So uh-huh. what's up with the new DA? They're just like more lenient about charges. I guess like that? he's supposed to be like, you know, like that. I mean, he's still a prosecutor, but I heard he's supposed to be like, like the type of shit, the gang shit, like how they abuse that and, you know, police. And I guess he's supposed to be better with that. Mm-hmm. What was it like being locked up when all this stuff happened? Like the protest and coronavirus? <laughs> Crazy. Yeah. I'm still trying to get used to this mass shit. Like, uh, it wasn't none of that before I came to jail. Mm-hmm. Coronavirus, all this wearing a mask everywhere you go. And, man, they act like that shit is like, I mean, I, I know it's serious, but they act like that shit is like, like I don't know. That shit crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. Was there people in jail getting getting COVID during yeah, the Yeah, and, and nothing happened to like, what do you mean? Like literally nothing. They was like, I don't understand the shit where it's just like there's no cure to it, but it's like, oh yeah, like you just quarantine for two weeks and it goes away. Like mm-hmm. it was people that all they do in jail is somebody catch they just fucking quarantine the whole tier and then in two weeks they just take it off quarantine and magically nobody has it no more. Like, mm-hmm. This shit is weird. So you never you were like never worried about getting in it when you're inside? Nah, I mean I was in a cell by myself, so you were in solitary confinement? Yeah. Oh man, for how long? First time, it was like 18 months. Then I went back again. So, I don't know, probably like almost two years. Right? Yeah, like almost two years. How does that affect you? Uh, I don't know. It's like, I don't know. Fuck with your head. Like, just everything that's just going on. Because, mm-hmm. I don't know. Just, I get it, though. I guess they probably did that shit to try to fuck me up. Like, and make me like be not the same. Like, I don't know, just in case if this do happen and I got out, which like how it is right now. I don't know. I still gotta try to get used to things right now, but I don't know. It's, I don't know. It's a lot. I can't even explain that shit. I mean, do you feel like it worked? Like, do you feel different after your time in solitary? Oh, yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. I feel different. Just being around all those type of people, like, it's different type of individuals down there. Like, it's not like regular people. Like, it's like, it's different. Mm-hmm. It's not like being in general population. Everything is serious. Like everything is, it's everything. <laughs> I don't know. For sure. So in, when you're in solitary, like, do you have any privileges? Do you get to go outside? Do you get to go to the yeah, yard? You get to go outside, go to the yard in a cage though mm-hmm. for three hours. You get day room once, twice, once a week. So it's day room yard for three hours. Mm-hmm. But it's not like, I don't know. You're only interacting with the people that's down there. So where I was at, it was only six people. And that was only if they could get, like, attorney calls, like, to call their lawyer and shit. Because where I was at, they took my phone periods. No phone, no visits, no nothing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you don't really get to interact with people like that. And it's only the same people like, that's right there. So after a while, you get tired of, like, being around the same people. You want to leave, but you can't. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. For sure. So what do you do to occupy time and, like, you know? Read books, work out. For sure. Read magazines, shit like that. You read a bunch of books in there? Yeah, a bunch of books. <laughs> Did you read before jail? No, the fuck. Hell no. Hell no. So what'd you read in jail? It was Napoleon Hill, like other shit, 4A Laws of Power, shit that, I don't know, Art of War, regular shit. Some pretty powerful books. Yeah. Some pretty powerful reading. Powerful shit, but yeah, like in jail, that's like regular shit. Like, that type of shit all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So whenever you went to jail being a famous rapper, were you like a celebrity? 
Oh, yeah, for sure. Everyone knew I was the police, everybody. Mm. So did they try to put you in protective custody? Nah. <laughs> I mean, they asked you that, but it's like, nah, I ain't doing that. <laughs> I read online that uh, Soldier Boy was trying to to, uh-huh. to bully you in jail? Hell no. Nah. <laughs> he was in a PC mind. Yeah. Right. What was it like seeing Soldier Boy in jail? I mean, it was cool. I just didn't. Yeah, I didn't really like. He's straight and all that. I just didn't like the fact he be trying to call himself Draco. Just like, uh, oh, shit. Yeah. Uh, How'd you come up with the name Draco? Is that like a Harry Potter reference? <laughs> nah, I got it from that uh, little Greek lawmaker. Draconian law. Yeah, that's where I got it from, though. Have you seen Harry Potter before? Nah, I, re- I seen the books and shit, but I never like was into that shit. Like, nah. There's this character in Harry Potter named Draco Malfoy. Oh, and that's he, crazy. He's like the big villain of the entire series. Oh, that's crazy. He's from the House of Slytherin. You know, yeah, that's crazy. they're kind of like the, they're like the snake house. So they're like the evil dark arts house of Harry Potter. Maybe I and, need to look into that. Yeah, <laughs> I know it's a star, a dragon, a person. I didn't know it was another person. That's yeah, crazy. for sure. His his full name is Draco Malfoy. I have to look that up. <laughs> Draco Malfoy. Mm-hmm. So what does it mean to be a uh, flu flaming? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I just make shit up, bro. I can't explain it though. And I don't. That's uh, crazy. Nah. <laughs> but if you ask a detective or people at my court, it said I'm, it means to rob Asians and go to Neiman Marcus. Uh, to rob Asians? Yeah, that's that's what that's what my detective said. I never said that. But the detective thinks the song "Flu Flaming" is about robbing. Yeah, Asian robbing people. Asians and going to Neiman Marcus, spending the money up there <laughs> and, so, and buying things. That's that's what my detective would tell you. So I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I take it you didn't make a song about robbing Asians. No, I did not. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> nah. For sure. So I heard you wrote over 200 songs in jail. 209. Have you recorded all those yet? I recorded like 20 of them. Mm-hmm. I just been so busy. Like, uh, I've been doing like interviews, like shit like this, like mm-hmm. recording videos, trying to make sure I have many videos as possible just because I'm scared of going back to jail again or something like that happening. And I, like, it's just, I don't know. Because when I went to jail the first time, like I was recording videos and shit every day, but I didn't have enough videos. I didn't have enough music. So I just think like just to record as much, do whatever as much I can possible just in case, you know, these people just something weird happens. For sure. Have you found a place to live yet? No, been looking. Uh, so that's a, another thing too. I'm tired of staying in these fucking hotels and shit. Like it's not, I'm tired of this shit. Cost two guys that much money. I didn't think it was going to be like this. And then you got, all this bullshit as EDD and all that shit. They didn't fucked everything up. Everything is expensive now. Mm-hmm. Like it wasn't like that before I came you know. Mm-hmm. Everything is just so it's a different world now. I mean, just from the criminal justice perspective, it must have been crazy for you, like maintaining your innocence this whole time. Yeah. Them trying to tell you that you were guilty for so long. <laughs> Telling me I was guilty and then like I was found not guilty. And then I still had to plead to something. Which would make it technically like I'm guilty in their eyes because they got the conviction. It's just too much going on. Mm. But I'm from the streets. So I was like, after all this, uh, I could have waited though. I could have waited, but I didn't. Mm. What's uh, what's Pippi Longstock? <laughs> uh, I guess that's like an extension. It's like Shanae or something. Extendo, extension, whatever shit like that. Is that what you use to rob agents? No, hell no. Nah. <laughs> Who do, do some shit like that? I can't do that. 
Hmm. <laughs> so what does your dream house look like if you can get out of these hotels imagine you could have any place to live like what does it look like Ooh, I, uh, I would have to have like gotta be like a two three story house I gotta have mm, basketball court tennis court all that regular shit mm, baseball field yeah, maybe that too. Yeah. Basketball, like I gotta have like a gym in that motherfucker though, like movie theater. Mm. I need like a like a pharmacist or something in there to make it make all the lean for me. I need like a little thing in there. It could be in the back making shit. Uh like an in-house pharmacist? Yeah. Like you want a laboratory? Yeah, I need a laboratory. Yeah. I need that. You make, like in your basement, like yeah. Dexter? Yeah. They just make lean for you? Yeah, just make lean. That's it. They can make lean. They can find somebody to bring activists back. They can be in there. Can, can you still find activists if you try hard enough? Some. Yeah, but it's really, really expensive. Like, How and much for a line? Woo! <laughs> okay, let's see. Oh, man, a lot. Because I don't even know. Because when I got out... Like walk hard and shit like that was like sixty lines. Uh, now that's like 300, 400. So back then, active was like two hundred and fifty lines. So I would assume that that shit is probably like two thousand, twenty five hundred, some shit like that. It's gonna be really hard to find that. <laughs> so four ounces would be a thousand dollars, or Ooh. no, ten thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah, Damn. probably that much. Yeah. But if you get your own Dexter in the basement, it's free. You can just get it for free. <laughs> <laughs> Much. Well, if you could live anywhere, would you live in LA? No. Where would you live? Somewhere. Man, I mean, all, all this shit is technically going to be still LA, but somewhere farther out. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't want to say where I would live because then people would be like, oh, let's look, let's we're going to look from here. Yeah. So, yeah. What about the city of Lancaster? Oh, fuck no. <laughs> fuck? Hell no. That's like living in the ghetto. What about the city of Victorville? No, that's the same thing. <laughs> fuck? How about Hemet, California? No, that's the same thing. <laughs> Desert Hot Springs? I don't even know where that's at. Uh, <laughs> nah, all that shit is the same. I don't want to live nowhere where they got low income shit. I don't want to live nowhere where they nothing, nobody, be mm-hmm. by nobody that I could see that was in the hood and they just like, uh, nah, that's all. No deserts. Uh, no deserts? Nah, uh, I can't do it. What's the connection between the desert and the hood? I don't know. I don't, for some reason, like, it's nothing out there. So I, don't, I guess they just like, People from the hood just want to go out there like, oh, the houses are cheap. But then it's like, yeah, you're coming out here and there's nothing out here. The malls are trash. Like, what? Yeah. Nah. I was but driving through South Central and I saw a bunch of advertisements for houses in Lancaster and Palmdale. And it was yeah, like, they want to move today. Yeah, they want to move everybody out so, you know, they can move out of people out the hood and then change it around, you know. Do you know families that have just gone straight to the desert? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's what they do anyway. Like when it was tearing down like projects and shit, they give everybody's, oh, here, here you go. Housing Lancaster's like, yeah. Now is that going to make it better? Because now you just move everybody from the projects to Lancaster and y'all live around each other, corner from each other. Mm-hmm. Half you motherfuckers beef with each other. Now people are getting shot and shit. It's like living in the hood again. Just in a bigger house, I guess. As far as the projects being torn down, did that happen in your lifetime? Yeah, yeah, they I guess they like tearing the Jordan Downs down, but they're still there though. But they've been moving shit around. Like I've been new about the Lancaster. They always move people to Lancaster, Victorville, shit like that. Mm-hmm. Fucking the Riverside. They always move places. Like it's that. terrible out there. Yeah, like yeah. It's not, what part of LA did you grow up in? In South Central. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I, I grew up by like Washington High School. Mm-hmm. I went there too. When did you start making music? Seriously, like 2015. 
Oh, damn. So yeah. you were like an adult. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I was like 19, 21, 21. What were you doing before that? Uh, getting money. <laughs> getting money. Getting money. Spending money in Neiman Marcus. Uh, yeah, pretty much. Some Asian money. Nah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, nah. Uh, <laughs> uh, nah. Was there a moment where you're like, I want to start rapping? Was there someone who was like, damn, you're good at this? <laughs> now my brother and them used to just tell me like, oh, yeah, like you good. You should start doing this. But I'm, I'm not seeing no money from this. Like, they're like, man, you know, just do this. You got talent, man. You're different. I'm like, nigga, I'm not different. Everybody rides about the same shit. Like everybody, I guess my shit was different. Like, I don't know. Just the way I worry things and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Do you think you would have gone to jail if you were if you weren't famous? For as long as you did, like, do you think nah. you were targeted because you're like a yeah, celebrity? The way I was, they were trying to take my career away from me. Mm-hmm. I know what it was. I know what was going on. Like, I, I seen it. Like, just the way they was treating me, I was like a trophy for them. Like, and with me being like in and out of jail and shit like that, then it was easier for them to try to be like, oh yeah, he's not this. He just says he's a rapper. He, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, Why do you think they target up and coming rappers? Cause they they don't want them to succeed. They they feel like I really don't know what they think of. But from my perspective, it's just like they just want to take something from us. They like, oh yeah, they want to they want to they want to fuck with you. They want to be like, cause nobody wants to be the nigga that almost made it. So with them, they just they feel like we don't deserve it. They feel mm-hmm. like they work hard and you know have you know these jobs and went to school and all this shit. And we could just go in there and 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 spit something on a record and make more than they can make in a lifetime. Mm-hmm. But they don't know the shit that we had to go through. That this is our ticket out out of the ghetto, and you know they feel like like we don't deserve it. Like why should it, be, it should be should it be that easy? But it's not that easy though. It's not. Like look at all the shit I went through. Like come on, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, but you would think it's that easy. Like they think it's that easy, but it's not. It's a lot that comes with this shit. No one changes overnight anyway. I guess they feel, too, like most you know, rappers, like, I'm not going to say they involve a crime, but they grew up in the hood poverty and shit like that. So they feel like, you know, fuck them. Like, they're, they're criminals. They don't deserve to get this money. Like, but I don't know. They ain't just bitches, too. So I don't know. They're, they're bitches? Mm-hmm. For sure. Mm. Haters. Mm. Bitches. Keep going. Whatever else they want to be. Like, <laughs> whatever else. Like, you feel me? Like, there's no reason, like, for them to do, like, some, like, some people, like, are generally, like, they might just be, yeah, they might just be fuck-ups, criminals, whatever, like, mm-hmm. but if somebody is trying to find a way to, to make it out of that and you're trying to stop them from doing this, like, out of jealousy and envy, that's not, like, what you signed up to be a police officer for. You signed up to stop the rapists and all these other people, like, from doing shit. Not to prevent rappers from, you know, getting their families out the hood and shit like that. Like, I don't know. Mm. Do you feel like, I mean, you said kind of the reason that you were targeted is because you're famous and because you're like a, you know, a celebrity where you came from. Yeah. I guess everywhere, you know, knowing that you were going to go to jail for so long, I guess, would you have ever made music in the first place? Are you happy that you're here? I'm happy I'm here. I mean, I don't regret nothing. I don't take nothing back because, you know, now I got a story. I got a story to tell now. Mm-hmm. And like, like, it's easy to, it's cool to make it rapping, like, but that shit only, it only goes so far. 
when you got a story though, then it's different. Cause it's like, okay, people are interested. They want to know what's mm-hmm. going on. They want to know what you've been to. Then it, it kind of relates to the music too. Cause now they can feel like they can relate to it or, you know, yeah. people that might not have liked you might like you. They like, you know what? You didn't been through all this. Like, I'm going to give it a chance now. Yeah. Like, shit like that. So they tacked on all these charges, attempted murder, conspiracy to attempt murder. Yeah. Just They're just saying that you're trying to do a bunch of, uh, bunch of bad things. Basically. But like, all attempts. Like, you never did anything. But Yeah, they're, they're not even saying trying. I did nothing, though. Like, they're just saying you're thinking about doing a lot of stuff. Yeah, and because of my music, like, yeah. I had the intent to do all this stuff. And Was there a particular lyric that they were like, okay, that's the... Yeah, yeah they said I had RJ, the rapper, tied up in the back of the trunk or something. Mm. Which wasn't true because he wasn't in the back of the trunk. So it's just kind of weird. Like, mm-hmm. But it's like, when you're a rapper and you come out the hood and whatever, it's kind of racist, like how these police officers and DAs work because it's like, oh, well, if you say it in a rap, then it's true. Mm-hmm. But if you perform it in a movie or something, then it's not real. Like, like I don't understand. Like, you're like, well, he said this, and look at his record, and look at the videos. Like, that still doesn't make it <laughs> Is that real. Is impression of the DA? Yeah. It's <laughs> yeah. like, he's this person. And if you look at his record, he's been yeah. this, and look at the video where he says this, and mm-hmm. like, then it's like, it's kind of easier for you to believe it. Like, oh, well, shit, he does have a record. He did have a gun in a video. That still doesn't make yeah. what you're saying true. Like, it's people that do that shit all the time. But mm-hmm. I guess when it's like people of color or people like, I'm going to say color because it's, most of the rap game is like black, yeah. whatever. Like, so when it when it's when it's us, then it's like, fuck it, yeah, I believe that shit. Like, hell yeah, yeah. hell yeah, you did it. Like, it's like, right? They just assume you're guilty because of yeah. how you look. Is there is there a way of restructuring the uh, the justice system? You think where it, where it won't be like that? I mean, like, how do you see a future where this wouldn't happen to someone like you? Maybe ten years down the line, that was in your shoes a couple years ago. I mean, maybe they change policing and shit like that. Like, train them different. I don't fucking know. Like. Cause I'm not all like I don't know like I don't I don't like getting into politics and shit like that. Like, mm-hmm. I already know that you watching me. Like oh, I don't like getting into that shit, but I don't know. Maybe they figured out. I mean, Gascon's supposed to change all this, so I guess that's why they elected him in there. Maybe they'll change it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So, what's jail like out here in California? Oh, it's terrible. Uh, it's the worst county jail to be in. Everyone knows that. Mm-hmm. It's like it's terrible. Like, it, it's bad. What makes it so bad? Because, I mean, it's bad if you're from out of town. That, that's mm-hmm. what makes it worse. Like, because then you get done bad. Like, it's like you don't have no help. You don't have no. Mm-hmm. Then it's like, it's bad too if you're not a gang member. It's bad. Like, it's bad just basically if you can't hold your own. If you're a person that can't hold your own, then it's, it's, it's not a good look. Like, it's, food is terrible. Like, everything is bad. Like, I saw on YouTube it said that when you go to jail, you're supposed to um, just punch the biggest guy that you see. <laughs> no, nah, no, nah, don't do that. <laughs> nah, it's not like that. Hell no. Nah. You just gotta, you can't let nobody like, at the end of the day, it's not like how, how people make it seem to like, like, yeah, people are in there fighting and doing shit, but like, it's not just like people just going out, just, oh yeah, you're, I'm just gonna take your shit just because, like, no, nah. like, if they see weakness in you though, they will. Mm-hmm. They'll thrive on that and they'll tear you apart. But it's people like, it's not about the biggest dude. It's about being a real nigga. It's about who you is. It's people that's 5'1 that run fucking jail modules because they're fucking killers and they just don't give a fuck. Like, then you got big motherfuckers that's six fucking five. That's bitches. Like, I don't know. It's all about just being a real person. And like, if you're being a man, really. But if you're that, 
You can hold your own, then you'll make it. What do you think would happen to me if I went to went to jail? I don't know, man, because you, uh, you were, it's politics, so you were run white. I don't know how, I, I know how they run, but it's just, I don't know. Y'all got it. Y'all numbers are short. Like, it's not <laughs> even funny. Like, uh, so I don't know. Like, Would I have to join like a, some kind of like skinhead gang? Nah. I mean, you got woods, you got skinheads, you got, it's, it's a difference. So you would just, I guess you would just be a wood because you're white. My do you get, and then you got people that's like skinheads and all the other shit. Like, that's racist and whatever. But what's what's a wood? Just regular. You're just like a wood. You oh, white. It's short for pecker wood. Yeah, you're just white. Oh. And then you got the separate people that's like all within y'all. But then it's, I don't know, because y'all numbers are always short, bro. Like, so mm-hmm. it's like, y'all would just have to worry about like race riots and shit like that. That's mm-hmm. gonna be bad. Like, other than that, though, y'all don't really have nothing to worry about. Like, mm-hmm. nothing like that. Was there any like race riots when you were in there? Nah. Yeah. Nah. I mean, especially now where I was at in solitary confinement, because you're in a cell by yourself and you get popped mm-hmm. out by yourself to go to the shower and all that shit like that. So, mm-hmm. nah. Did you ever see anybody with a mask before you came out? Yeah, I had a mask. Yeah. <laughs> I had a couple masks. Yeah. Yeah, but nah, it ain't shit like that. Yeah, it seems like all that time in solitary would like would probably make you go crazy. Yeah. Do you start hallucinating or having like? Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> You can see it, shit that is not there. I don't know, like shadows, you like that. I don't know, it's fucking with your head, but nigga don't see no extra people or no shit like that. Nah, you see shadows a lot of times. Then it's just so dark down there, so I don't know. At what point into solitary did that start to affect you? Everything was cool until like my 10th month. I ain't 10th month and then. I don't know. She started going left. <laughs> I had to just keep it to myself. I had to tell nobody, like, nah, yeah, nah, nah, go tell nobody this. But yeah, the room started getting smaller. Like, she started fucking, fucking with you. Like, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. It's weird. How big was the room? Like five by seven. I think the regular cell was like six by six. So, mm-hmm. I like a little bigger than this table. Like this. The bunk is like, Small because the man hangs out the bunk, mm-hmm. so you got to sleep on the sidewalk. So you felt the walls start to close in. Yeah, pretty much. I never knew what that saying meant. I, I know now though. It's crazy. What does that feel like? I mean, it was. It was I don't know. I can't explain. It was crazy though. That's why you had to keep reading books and shit like that. Work out, keep your mind right, keep you from going crazy. Because that's what they want. They want you to go crazy. They want you. to you know, lose yourself and, and give in. And that's when you get to come in, taking a bullshit ass deal. You're like, no, what? I don't want to take my chances. They get, they try to get your mind first. Mm-hmm. So, but if you can keep a steady mind and just keep your head straight, work out, keep your mind off of things, then should it be cool? Mm-hmm. So, whenever you were in there, was there a particular book that you thought was like the most that you would reread or something like that? Oh yeah, I went the devil. Napoleon. Yeah. What's that? What's that book about? Like basically just. Uh, how do I explain it? I don't know, because he predicted, predicted a lot of shit that, that was happening. Basically, I just, I don't know. How can I explain it? Like, basically, it's just how, like, I guess, like, the, I try to say, like, the, how people, like, with the devil and all that, like, he was basically just saying, like, it's in your mind, like, that, that like, 
the devil the devil could be anything basically and they like he prays on the week so once they get your mind like I was just talking about then that's that's when they got you like they prey on people they use the media whatever shit like that to like what is it called propaganda shit yeah. like that because most people are scared of you know fear death poverty which is shit that's going on right now shit like that so Basically, just letting you know, like, the only way that, you know, the devil is going to be around is unless he lives off fear, shit like that. Like, and he only, he only, um, it's only the weak-minded people. I forgot what it says in the book, though. It's a name for it, the drifters. So, anybody that can drift, he can get a hold of. If you're not a drifter, then he can't get you. Most of these people are drifters out here. They just... Uh, no, but I don't want to keep talking about that. Yeah, you can keep talking about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So when you when you describe a drifter, is that somebody who doesn't kind of focus their intentions? They can't think just... for themselves. Like, like they're easily influenced. Like, they just, it's like, oh, people tell you something. It's like, oh, yeah, well, this person said it. Like, they can't think their own mind. They can't decide, like, oh, well, this person said this, but maybe I should do my own research. Maybe I should think about if that's true or not. Like, they just... They're easily influenced, like, basically. For you, how do you feel like you avoided falling into that trap? Are you just built that way? Yeah, because I mean, I always think for myself. I always, I don't just take people's word for things. Like, I don't. I just grew up that way, like. And, and I grew up, and like, my whole life, I grew up around just being in jail and just, like, around people that lie all day. And just, like, you, you just deal with so many people. It's, like, hard to trust people and hard to, like, do stuff. So I was just, like, I always think for myself. I never let nobody run my program or dictate what I have going. This motherfucker just rocking. <laughs> I thought I was tripping for a minute. Okay. What, the RV? Yeah, I was like, yeah. this motherfucker rocking back before. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. It's, pr- it's pretty flimsy. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Whenever you left solitary confinement, can you describe that feeling of just kind of reentering a place where you can <laughs> be around people and have normal conversations and it just feel weird because like you know you want to sell by yourself for all that time so you get so used to being in the cell by yourself you don't realize like like damn what type of weird shit do I do in the cell by myself because there's never no one watching you you always in the cell by yourself so I always thought like am I not, am I going to like be a weirdo like when I get out like am I go, like do I do things that like I don't notice I do in the cell by myself and then when I get around people they like is this motherfucker talking to himself? Like, what the fuck is going on? Like, because you, it's so small, so all you have to do is look around. Like, just look around all day. So I used to tell my cousin and shit when I got out and I was in the cell with him, I was just like, like, do I be doing weird shit, bro? Like, like I'm so used to being in my cell. I'm like, I don't want to be in my cell. Just, and then I'm in the cell with y'all and I'm just looking around and shit. Yeah, and y'all just come out and they were like, what the fuck are you looking at, bro? I'm so used to being in a small cell. There's nothing to do but look at the fucking wall all day. Like, I was just thinking, like, you know, I don't want to be a fucking weirdo. Like, you know. Well, you don't seem weird. Yeah. I was just trying to get used to this shit. Like, and that shit, like, that shit, like, I don't know, you develop, like, probably, like, OCD, shit like that. Like, it's just, cell so small. Like, no matter how many times you keep cleaning the motherfucker, you always feel like it's something that you need to clean. It's like, no matter what, it's never going to be as clean as you want it to be because shit ain't be dropping on the floor. You get to keep cleaning this shit. Like, it's just certain shit. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's crazy. 
Do you yeah. feel like it still affects you to this day? All the time you spent in there? Yeah, for sure. Because I always think every day. I mean, it kind of helps me, though. Because every day I think, like, I never want to go back to jail. Like, I never want to go to this again. Mm-hmm. So anytime I, like, drift off and and think about, like, doing something out of potentially make me go to jail, I always think, like, that's not where I want to go. Like, that's not where I want to be. I can't even. I, so I've been up for two day, two weeks straight. I haven't been able to sleep. Because every day I've been thinking, like, man, damn, I'm really out. Damn, I can't go back to jail. I can't do this. I have to do this for this person. I have to do this. I have to make sure that I'm in a position where I never could ever get in trouble or or whatever because I'm everybody ticket out, basically. Like, I'm everybody's ticket out the ghetto. Like, they let everybody else out. They let my brother, everybody else out before me. They had me going through all this. And I know why, because they feel like, you know, I'm the head person. I'm this. They're going to fall without me. Like, so... I, it kind of helped me though. It just remind me that it's not where I want to be because being in the worst place in LA County Jail, it's like it's not like being on the main line. Most people, that's why people come to jail and it's like you on the main line, you having fun, you doing bullshit. But when you in a place like that, it's like people don't know about places like that. So it's like it kind of help you. Like I never want to go to that place again. Like that type of shit. You haven't slept in two weeks. No. Like. Not even 15 minutes, not a little nap. Uh, that was off, but I ended up waking up. I'd be so fucking busy. Yeah. I was trying to go to sleep earlier. I've been up. I probably went to sleep for like two hours or something, but I'm up again. Yeah. <laughs> Why do you think that is? I don't know. My head fucked up. I got anxiety. I just, I need to fucking, like, I don't know. Like, mm. But like I said, it's helping me, though, because if I wouldn't be up, I wouldn't have time to fucking, like, you know, be ready or prepared to do all the shit that I have to do. I'll be lollygagging, like, uh, oh, I can do that another day. I can do it another day. I have to do everything that I need to do. Well, how'd you deal with anxiety before your experience in solitary? Should I just get high? (laughs) I mean, I never really had anxiety, like. I never really had no anxiety. Like, I never really even thought, I never thought places like that fucking exist. So, like, it wasn't really nothing like, I don't know. Like, I never really thought nothing of it. I didn't give a fuck. No anxiety. I was like, anxiety, anxiety, what the fuck? I don't know. So, your anxiety is based upon maybe doing something that's going to pretty much bring yeah, you back to that small pretty room? Pretty much, or get into a situation or having to get into a situation or getting blamed for something that I have no involvement in or, you know, people trying to rob me and shit like that to where right. I black out in the street, come back, like, I don't want to be street no more. Like, that shit didn't get a nigga nowhere. Mm-hmm. It's always going to be in me, but I don't want to, like, I don't want to do that shit no more. H- how do you resist those temptations? Just stay away from people. Don't come back to the hood. I don't. I don't do any of that shit. You still get high? No, I can't. Oh, <laughs> uh, you get drug tested? <laughs> no, I don't get drug tested. I just feel like I I shouldn't. I mean, unless I just got a prescription medication and I get it from the doctor or something. But other than that, like, no, just get high, just get high. I can't even play like that anyway because people people want to get me. People are out to get me. Police, regular people, so I can't even be slipping like that to where somebody catch me. Like, you got a lot of people that 
slipping or shit just happened to him and I need to be on my toes at all times. Are you nervous right now? I'm always nervous. <laughs> like, I don't know. I take my life seriously. So. Mm-hmm. And knowing that I had, like, I had, like, you know, at first I was just worried about the streets. Like, streets, like, okay, you know, I don't want to be like this rapper to get killed. I don't want to be like this. I don't want this to happen to me. Like, now I have to worry about the police also. It's two separate things to be worried about. It's a lot to deal with. Talk about my responsibilities. I got a son, shit like that. Yeah. <laughs> like, a lot of people talk about, you know, whenever they get out of jail. I've never, obviously never been. Yeah. But when you get out, like, everything feels like, like, you don't really know what to do. Yeah, pretty much. Is that really how it is? Yeah. Because, like, life's so, like, you know, organized and, and set out for you. Every day's planned. And now you can just do anything you want. Yeah, pretty much. It's not. Yeah, exactly. You're on your own time now. Mm-hmm. There's no door opening at a certain time or, you know, how you have to do this at a certain time. There's no one telling you what to do. Mm-hmm. Like, shit like that. So, yeah, that, that becomes a problem, too. What have you been doing for fun? Nothing. I've been uh, fucking uh, nothing. Studio. I mean, I studio? guess the studio is fun. Uh, is there a particular song that you're like super stoked about releasing that you've kind of recorded since you got out of jail? Um, let's see. Is it all of them? <laughs> all of them because I wrote all of them in jail. So I, I, you know, I wrote all these songs picturing what my life would be like when I got out of jail. And that's exactly what it's like now. It's kind of crazy. Like, I predicted these type of things. Like, you know, I wrote these songs, like, talking about all this shit. Like, but that's because people told me this, how, how it was going to be. But I'm like, man, I don't know how it's going to be, bro. I've been here three years. I don't even know if I'm going to still be relevant, like, shit like that. And I got out of jail, and it was exactly what I wrote about. It was exactly what people told me it was going to be, like, you know, besides. And what's it like, you know, in general? Like, what did those lyrics say that you're talking about? Nothing, just... Just getting back to the lifestyle, how I never go back. Basically, like in these raps, I still have the mentality because I still do the same, have the same mentality at a certain extent. Like, I'm not finna let nothing happen to me. Just protect myself at all costs. And basically, just the same shit. I didn't want to get out of jail and be like, oh no, fucking Malcolm X shit and all shit like that. People don't want to hear that shit. You can do that shit, but like, no one wants to hear that shit. No rap preaching all day and shit. It's certain. It's a certain crowd for that. Yeah. But that crowd is not as big as the crowd that wants to hear the other shit. Like, mm-hmm. that's what makes you know. That's what it was built on. Shit like that. So, in your narrative, in your eyes, like, what is the main message of, of the story of your, you know, basically false imprisonment? Basically, like, you know. If you have like a platform or something like, cause I, I try to tell people all the time, like, just watch what you say, man. Like, watch what you say. Watch who you hang around with. Uh, know that there are hip hop police, whether they don't feel like they are or not, because they're the hip hop police. Mm-hmm. There's regular police, and then there's hip hop police, and then there's hip hop hip hop police that literally sit there and watch people Instagrams and want to get people caught up and. Know where your location, know where you're gonna be, like it's shit like that. Cause people, some people don't think that it's real. It is real. How do you feel about uh, DJ Academics? He's might be the police. Uh, uh, I I can't respect that shit he did. Was he like fucking with six nine or something? Like I just, yeah, yeah, bro, I can't respect that shit. 
Because at the end of the day, 6 9 was like, it wasn't no, like in my situation, I didn't do nothing. I was at the wrong place at the wrong time. Mm-hmm. His situation, he was doing shit. Like, he was going all this shit, whatever they was alleging, committing crimes, ordering hits on people, all this shit. And then you decide that you want to tell all of a sudden, you want to tell on the same people that you was hanging around with because they were fucking your bitch or whatever that you're saying, <laughs> bro. Like, come on, bro. That sounds like every reason why every other nigga tells. I want to get home to my bitch. I'm worried about who she fucking like, where shit like that, bro. So I can't respect no shit like that. Like, you wasn't in the wrong place at the wrong time. You wasn't in a situation where, like, it was, like, come on, bro. Like, you you played a part in this, bro. Like, you did a lot of shit, right? You like you go out provoking people. My situation is different though, but he literally like provokes people and then has the police with him. Like, it's just weird, like, bro. I don't, I can't respect no shit like that. And he's hanging with this nigga, like. Yeah. Just buddy, buddy, like it's weird. What about like DJ Vlad? I don't know. I just did an interview with Vlad. Oh, really? He didn't ask me no police <laughs> shit, so I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I heard people say that, like, but he didn't ask me nothing. He was straight. Like, he didn't ask me, and I, I, I give Vlad that. Mm-hmm. He want they wanted him to do an interview with me while I was in jail, but he said no because he didn't want them to use it in my case or no shit like that. So I give it to them. If he was a fucked up person like that, he would have still did the interview. So yeah, yeah. So I, I guess looking back on yourself before you went to jail and all that, if you could change one thing about your past, what would it be? Nothing. Wouldn't change nothing. That's what got me here right now. Everything I've been through. And if I changed one little thing, that would change the future drastically. So nothing. I wouldn't change nothing. Mm-hmm. Can we expect to see some more music soon? What's going For on? For sure. I'm going to drop a take next week. I mean, I'm done with it. Take, what's it going to be called? Uh, we know the truth. What's the truth? <laughs> The truth, everything I've been through. Yeah. I mean, they seen the truth, so they know yeah. it. They seen what's going on. Yeah. It's really a trilogy mixtape. It's we know the truth. Mm-hmm. The truth hurts, and ain't that the truth? Yeah. Oh shit! Yeah, sick. Yeah, sure. you got some new jewelry? <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. Which one are you most excited about? This one. <laughs> Damn. That's Mr. Whiskers right there. Who's Mr. Whiskers? Oh no, just, I just named him that. Mm-hmm. That's a little lucky cat. It's supposed to be like good business or something. Mm-hmm. You like cats? No, but I like this one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you got the logo. I put the, the, the fucking, this is my stink team logo. It's my label logo. So I put the Buddha with the money bag holding the cat because, you know, good Buddha is supposed to be good luck. Yeah, there's definitely a cat theme going on. Yeah, and then it's <laughs> supposed to be like, you know, good business. So I just put it together. That's my yeah. label. So if that makes sense. For sure, I may lean gray here. How much did uh, How much did this cost? Um, this one was fifteen thousand, eighteen thousand. This is ten. This is twenty five. What? Yeah, this is. Um, Damn, dude. This is. I gotta get another one though. I'm waiting for them. So these ones is like like twenty seventeen or something. And then this one is twenty two, and then this one was twenty thousand. I don't know, and this is twenty five. And the brace is probably like six thousand. Mm-hmm. It's like forty or something like that. This was twenty. Uh, <laughs> this, is, this is fifteen. <laughs> These pants for fifteen. Uh, I got one hundred twenty five on my body right now. Oh, that's cool. I mean, then I don't know. Your outfit is ten thousand times more expensive than mine. I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm trying to get this shit out of my fucking pocket. I guess. What? Yeah. Damn! You brought me this as a gift? Uh, no, this is this is my <laughs> gift for being in jail all this goddamn years. Damn! Yeah. You want to lay it out so we can see it? Oh uh, yeah, for sure. Uh, 
There you go. It's like 30, like 30 and some change, like 32, 33. 33. Yeah, something like that. $1,000? Yeah. Damn, what are you going to spend this on? I don't know. That's the problem. Like, every time I spend it, it just like keeps going up by everything I do. So I don't know. I've been trying to figure it out. You got to buy some cool shit, man. Yeah, I know. I've been buying clothes and shit. And every time I go out of clothes, somebody just comes and gives you some money for a feature. They give you some money oh, to model their clothes. So it's like, uh, I'm trying to spend it. I don't know what to spend it on. I'm trying to get another car, though. So what kind know. of car are you going to get? I don't know. I want like a Rolls Royce, like a, uh, the Cullinan or something. But they got a Maybach truck, too. So I want for one sure. of those. You should buy an RV. Yeah, I'm thinking you, you, you probably and me can do roll that. around together. Yeah, I do that. <laughs> I got to get a Sprinter, though, for sure. I got to get a Sprinter. Just. Where do you, you want to travel to when you get that Sprinter? I don't know. I just need it for like when they start tours and shit again. Oh, shit. Is touring fun? Yeah. I, I mean, shit, from what I heard, it's fun. I ain't been on tour yet. Oh, shit. In your whole life? I haven't been on Damn. tour. I was supposed to go on tour when I came to jail, but some bullshit happened. You should go on tour with Shoreline Mafia. Yeah, I go on tour with them, but they're not. You know, I guess I, it would be OGZ, I guess, because uh, they're broke up. So. Oh, really? Yeah. I heard about that. Yeah. I just heard the, I heard some crazy tour stories because we have some friends who like go on tour with them. Oh, yeah. They're just telling me some insane shit. That's my boy. I mean, I don't know what <laughs> happened. Maybe I could bring him back. I don't know what they got going on, though. Damn. So I'm really just looking at $33,000. Yeah. Damn. Don't worry, man. It'll be more than that. <laughs> How much for a feature? Uh, Right now, I've been showing love. Like, see, look, my managers and them don't want me to do it, but I've been telling... I've been getting them ten thousand. All right, my manager's been telling me, "No, you're way too big. Mm -hmm. Look at your store. You're going to be this, this, this." I'm like, mm -hmm. "All right, whatever." They like you need to charge people thirty. So I'm gonna just stick with ten. I'm trying to keep it. I'm not trying to be too Hollywood right now. I'm yeah. trying to keep it like ten thousand dollars. Yeah, but then everybody got that EDD money and shit. So you know, what's EDD money? All that shit. You know, the scammers and shit. Yeah, yeah, that EDD <laughs> unemployment money. So they're like, you over here giving people deals and. Motherfuckers out here got all this money. I'm like, mm -hmm. I know, bro, but I'm trying to, you know, not trying to be Hollywood, but I, that's what I got to do to stay out the hood. So maybe I need to start being Hollywood. You take Venmo? I don't even know. Oh, oh that's the thing, the little app thing? Yeah. Yeah, shit. If I if I figure out how to work that shit, I'm still trying to figure out how to work all this shit. I can try to help you figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I need to figure it out. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for coming on Break Check, man. Oh, yeah, man. Did you have right fun? Now? Yeah, it was cool. Hell yeah, cool. Hope to see you again, man. Yeah, yeah. And I definitely hope you don't go back to jail. I'm not trying to go back. Never. <laughs> <laughs>